Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. Justin, do we have anybody on? Do we have anybody on yet? I can't see. I can't see what's happening. Yes, we have. Katie from Shelton on the line. Katie from Shelton. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show today. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, Thank you for taking my call. I am wondering, uh, you mentioned, I think last week, that you were going to possibly talk about what happens to your pets if if you die and... um, what you can, what what happens to them, and then also what can you uh, do to ensure that they're okay? Do you have any pets, Katie? Yes, I have two dogs. Okay, and um, are you worried that something, you know, that you don't have anybody to care for the dogs after you're gone? Uh, well, yes, but also, I, I, you know, if they do go to somebody, I want to make sure either, you know, I can control that, or maybe uh, there are people who are capable of uh, taking care of them when's an elderly dog and you know i just don't want anything to happen right right well you know what you are not alone katie and connecticut was one of the first states to adopt this notion of pet trust we did it back in 2009 since then most states have some kind of an idea about what to do so the idea is this that many of us have pets cats and dogs and we worry that um you know they we worry about who's going to take care of them after we're gone, and we worry about that there'll be enough money set aside to take care of them after we're gone because we don't want to just basically dump the responsibility of an animal on somebody and not fund it as well because we know it costs money. So Connecticut has this thing called a pet trust. Now, in order to do a pet trust, it has to be in writing, and it, it can be done while you're alive in an instrument which we would call an intervivos trust, but more commonly they're included in people's wills. And pet trusts and people's wills in Connecticut are different than in some other states because Connecticut specifically provides that in addition to a trustee who is the person that will hold the money that you leave. So let's say you say, I want to leave $50,000 to take care of Yofi. Yofi's the name of my dog. And I want the $50,000 to be used for Yofi's care and 
If Yofi dies before the $50,000 is spent, then the rest of the $50 I leave to you, my trustee, because I want to thank you for taking care of my dog or I want to leave it to my best friend or whoever you want to leave it to. You have to set aside a certain sum of money to take care of the dog, whatever that sum of money is. And then the other thing that the pet trust has to do in Connecticut is you have to designate somebody called the trust protector, which is not the trustee. The trust protector is the person who actually is the voice of the animal. So that a trust protector can theoretically go into a court, it could either be probate court or superior court, there's concurrent jurisdiction, and could go in and say, Your Honor, I know that Katie from Shelton wanted to make sure that her dog, Yofi, was well taken care of. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you, uh, I have seen that the dog hasn't been to the vet that much. And I think that there are treatments out there that could be better spent on the dog. And I am representing Yofi in court as the trust protector in order to enforce the provisions of the pet trust for Yofi's benefit and welfare. And so in Connecticut, specifically in Connecticut, Not only do you need to think about who you in your life want to be the trustee, but you also have to appoint somebody who would be the person who would speak on behalf of the animal. And that is very different than a lot of other states. The actual statute is at 45A489A um, as, as part of the statutes, and you can look it up yourself. The trustee of a trust, that is a pet trust, shall annually render an account for the trust to the trust protector. And um, an individual identified as a trust protector may enforce the provisions of the trust by filing a petition in either superior court or probate court. So there it is. Um, And that's what it is. So, And then the bottom line is you have to think about, whenever you do a trust, what you have to think about is who's the trustee going to be? Who is the successor trustee going to be if that person, when you die, doesn't want to do it, can't do it, whatever, chooses not to do it? Who's going to be the next person in line, the successor trustee? How much money are you going to put in the trust? What's reasonable? You might remember that, what was her name? Uh, Leona Helmsley. Basically, she didn't care for anybody when she died. And she was left with millions and millions of dollars after serving years for tax evasion. Remember that? And, and she served time in federal prison. But eventually she passed away. And she left $12 million to trouble her dog. And the court ruled that it was excessive and reduce the amount of the pet trust because they thought to themselves, how is that reasonable that any dog could cost $12 million? You haven't seen my vet bills lately. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
But the idea is that there needs to be some kind of reasonable amount of money, whatever that money is, to be able to take care of your animals. And you have to think about the eventualities. You know, what if, you know, what if your animal, what if your animal lives longer than the amount of money? Is there sort of an emergency way to get more money? Are you thinking about where your animal will live and what you're supplementing? Are you supplementing just the vet bills and the food? Or are you helping the person who's the trustee with their rent because you really want to thank them for taking care of your animal? There's a lot to it in a pet trust. And I've drafted what, them. What if you yeah. don't, what if you don't have a suitable amount of money? Or, or uh, I mean, can you still have a say in, in who get your pets? Is that not a trust then? Because the trust is only if you have money you can set aside? Yes. This is done all the time in wills. It's a good question, Katie. And people leave their pets to people all the time, and they don't necessarily have money. They just say, because a pet is, you know, property, right? It's property. So they very often will say, I leave Yofi to so-and-so with the hope and the wish that they will take care of them and love them as I have because they are my good friend and I trust them to do so. It's like anything else, but really not like anything else. And in real life, what really happens is most of the time, well, not a lot of the time, there's a family member or friend that will take the animal or the animal ends up in a shelter. I mean, that's, that's why people worry about these things. So it helps to have money. It- if you have a will already, you can just insert the language in the will. You need a lawyer to come back and do that for you? You can never just insert language in a will. It doesn't work that way. You either have to do an amendment to the will. The fancy word is codicil. And basically that has to be signed up with all of the same formalities of a will to witnesses, a notary, a self-proofing affidavit. And typically I recommend going to a lawyer. So you can never just fix your will or change your will or amend your will on your own because when you do that, you usually run the risk of making that will, the original one, non-enforceable. You ruin it. You can't, you can't touch it. You ruin it. If you want to amend it, you can formally amend it, but then you really need to do it in a formal way with witnesses and a notary and a self-proofing affidavit. So, yeah. Yeah. Have I confused you, Katie? No, no, I, uh, thank you. I, it's, a, it's a lot it's of information, lot. but thank you. It is a lot of information, I know. But, you know, pets are a real responsibility, right? I mean, you know, they're like having another baby. They are. And um, they can't speak English. They can't tell you what they want. They can't tell you what they need. I know a lot of people in my life that worry if they, you know, if they exit uh, this world and their pets are still alive, what's going to happen to them? It's a very, very real worry that preoccupies a lot of people. So that's why these pet trusts came into being. And, you know, the key is to know people that you can trust. It's, it's always the same story. It's if you have people in your life that you love and trust, you know they're going to do the right thing. That's really. But these pet trusts are good. What, they set it What is money. the smallest amount of money you can that is acceptable in in a, a pet trust? Um, I would say that's a good question because there is no specific amount of money. But so there is no, there is no threshold amount. But if trusts are what they deem to be uneconomical, if it's not worth it, so to speak, to have the trust then the trustee can come in and terminate the trust and basically say to the judge, the administrative expenses of running this trust aren't worth it. 
Now, the uneconomical provision in general for trusts is $200,000 now, but that's for regular trusts, not for pet trusts per se. I mean, I would say, personally, I wouldn't leave less than $10,000 to take care of my animal, and that would be on the low side. Because if you have a young animal, you know that it's expensive. You know as they get older, it's expensive. I mean, Katie, you've had dogs. They're expensive when they get old, right? If you care about them and you want them to live long, they cost money. You know, they cost money. So I would say to try and scrape together the money to take care of your dog in a pet trust is a good thing to do. And if you can't do it, then you speak to the people in your life and you say, if something happens to me, can you please take care of my dog? And even though I don't have the money, will you please take care of my dog anyway? And you hope that they will. You hope that they won't hand the dog over to a shelter. What else are you going to do? Right? All right, Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the call. It's a call that, you know, I'm glad we talked about this today because a lot of people think about these things. But the key is that in Connecticut, uh, an animal by law has a representative that has to be named in the trust, and that's called a trust protector. And most states do not have that. I'm Lisa Wexler. We'll be right back. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.